We are the circus and in good, abandoning the magician. Episode 209, dated Wednesday the 2nd of November 2011, the last one. And sometimes the white clan who blows great big bubbles all for the screen. So why should I sing another love song? Why should I sing another love song? So folks, this is it. The last ever episode of the Digital Cowboys. Some four years and five months after we first appeared on the scene to a teeny-weeny tiny measure of applause, Tony and I have parted ways to focus on other projects. There were dozens of guests we could have asked on. So many people have helped us make this show over the years, but I guess in the end you start thinking about the beginning. And this podcast was set up to keep three friends who were growing apart still talking. Uh, we figured our discussion about movies and games might prove halfway entertaining, so we turned it into a podcast. And that third friend was Paul Shotton. And for 90 shows, he turned up every week to do just that. Since stepping down, Paul has remained a key figurehead in our growing community, but more importantly, he remained our friend. So tonight, we're going to talk about our new shows, take a look at our old shows, and say our goodbyes. Now, let's be clear here. We are not saying goodbye to you guys. We aren't stopping podcasting anytime soon. In fact, we're individually redoubling our efforts and are working on improving our shows all the time. We want you all to keep listening. So absolutely no goodbyes there. What we're saying goodbye to is working together. So hello, Tony. Hello, Paul. Hello. Hello. Oh, it's okay. like how we started. That's probably <laughs> as good as the first episode we done. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> You know what? I think it's better than the first episode we've done. Mm. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I think I mentioned something about Guitar Hero and the rest too, and the rest was history. And 90 episodes I mean, later, you were still, still mentioning Guitar Hero. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I remember the Curse of the Golden Flower rant. Oh, God, that bloody film. Thank <laughs> there's some ninjas. Yes, exactly. An hour in. Finally, something's happening. Vacuum. Gone. Completely. Nothing. All you get left is veneer and gold paint and is a waste of everybody's time and money. And Zhang Yumo should be thoroughly ashamed of himself. So they didn't like it then. So the purpose of this show isn't to you know, talk about where, the, where things went and what happened and all that kind of stuff. What we wanted to talk about was actually to thank the community that followed us for those four years and seven months, did you say? Um, five months. Four years and five months. Um, and probably just to reminisce on, on some of the shows, some of our favourite shows we've done in the past, uh, like I said, to say thank you to uh, certain individuals that has helped us along the way. But um, we we truly believe that pretty much every single one of you will continue to follow both Alex and me and Paul in all our endeavours in the future. So uh, without further ado, should we have a quick look back? Well, should we have a look back of what we achieved with Digital Cowboys? I think we should. Pressure, 
favourites? There's the problem is there's so many, and we covered so many topics. Um, to kind of narrow it down into one specific type, uh, one specific show is actually quite hard for me. Um, there's ones that really do stand out. I'm I'm still amazed how much I enjoyed the. Um, Did you enjoy the sex? No, no, no. That was, I saw that one. And I was like, and that's just taking me. No, um, the costume one. Yeah, the cosplay one. That one. Awesome. Yeah. I'm still surprised how much I enjoyed the cosplay episode. Something that I think you know you were obviously really, really into. Uh, you had previously done it before, and you were very much about talking. I was like, oh, are we going to get a show out of this? Are people going to be interested? And it honestly turned out to be one of the most interesting <laughs> discussions we ever had with a guest. That uh, was Adela, yeah. Mm. That was, yeah, that was, that was great. She really came through, and, and, and there was this sort of fascinating sort of talking about all of these things that she'd made and all this sort of community that she'd built up just to look at her pretty dresses. And mm. y- you wouldn't think the hardened British men would be talking about split stitching. And <laughs> but it was, I think it was more than that. It was, it was more Who were these hardened British men well, talking yeah, about? <laughs> But it was more about like the communities that were, were building around people that took this stuff seriously, rather than just you know laughing at it from a distance. Um, you know, which we I think we've all been slightly guilty of in the past. So to have somebody here and saying that there is divisions even within that community of you know, oh well, we, we do this professionally and they don't, and, and I just found that fascinating, and much beyond the actual you know, stitching of the dresses and whatnot. Paul, I mean, obviously you, you weren't on a, a number of the shows towards the end, but uh, any favourites of ones that we've done that we you either on or not done on? It's, it's funny, I look back at the list of some of these things we discussed, and it's like, you know, t- we, we reviewed 27 dresses, and then I, re- I realised that <laughs> must have been me that reviewed it, because <laughs> I don't yeah, know anyone I think else. Yeah, just said that Catherine Heigl was hot, and that right, made yeah, it... Yeah, that was pretty much the gist of the review. I think, I mean, obviously, in the early days, because that, that's, face it, that's, that's where I, you know, that's my, my main part of involvement in this uh, has, has been, uh, I think probably the, the build-up to Rock Band, because obviously Rock Band had such a massive, massive impact on on my life mm. uh, that it's hard it's hard for me to sort of to sort of ignore that um, I, can't, I, I think that's probably the, the one that you know most exact because it was the constantly going on about the speculation over when the bloody thing would be released <laughs> and then the eventual you know it's finally here and it's just uh, yeah it was the, that explosion I mean, obviously I realised I I dragged out the conversation about it for, for far longer than was really necessary but you know I suppose that's you know that's how it uh, that's just how it panned out I think the other one that I, I have a soft spot for was the one when I was I was another one I was on towards the end where uh, I think it, I think it was probably the time the first time we had Chris O'Regan on and it was to do with mobile gaming because that's mm-hmm. actually 
listen, when I listen, actually listened back to that the, the, that section of the show because I sort of developed a bit of an interest in that in the sort of last year or so, and it's actually amazing how sort of um, I kind of I kind of we we got a lot of we predicted a lot of things about the way the way you know that that would sort of progress you know in other words the sort of uh, the iphone and obviously you know android and stuff like that sort of all that kind of thing has has sort of taken off and is in some yeah, way never. having having a huge impact on uh, on handheld even it's it's take you know taking chunks out of the handheld and that, uh, that was my crazy prediction that it was going to be you know one of the the death nails towards the you know the handhelds psp and and ds mm-hmm. and although it's not been entirely that it's certainly taken a huge chunk out of it and it is funny when you look back on the shows where the prediction shows how close we get and sometimes how far away we get although Alex on live it exists it's not a phantom it's um, huge now everyone's talking about it yeah I have it in my house future of so, game you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I seem to remember when we did an episode about 3D that I said I was sick of it hated seeing it on the big screen but what would be really good on would be a little handheld like I don't know maybe a 3DS I mean the marketing writes itself <laughs> I remember saying that proudly Years before we found out, they owe you royalties. They do. Why didn't you bookmark the or trademark the site? Come on. I don't think anyone doubted on live would actually work. I just think it's more. I think it's more just the whole the slightly. You know, they just had these ridiculously grand ideas. I I still don't think it really panned out yet, but it's early days uh, for it. Well, certainly in the UK anyway. So. Raindrops are falling on my head, and just like the guy whose feet are too big. For his bed, nothing seems to fit. I know it's such a cliche, it's all about the music now, but no, he, he's, he actually said that it's the first time in years that he actually, people are listening to the music and aren't just going, oh, it's Oasis. It, they're actually listening to the tracks because they want to know what he you know, he himself has, has put together. And he says that's the most freeing thing he's ever done. Um, and yeah, so he doesn't have any regrets kind of folding um, yeah, Oasis. But I reckon the people who are living the dream you've probably never heard of like the, the top like happiest people in the world are just doing something that they love doing yeah not necessarily what the rest of society puts pressure on us to want to do that's true I think the limelight brings its own pressures but I think yeah there must be so you know, a number of people that are so happy out there in their lives we'd never know that that's cool hey I'm happy <laughs> everything could always be better but you know yeah day to day yeah it's cool oh, well, I'm, yeah I'm actually I say for me I'm, I'm, I'm actually really, really enjoying my job so which is a uh, first thing first for quite some time so uh, it's, uh, I forgot what that feels like so. yeah, because it's the same old same old that's that's the same thing I'm doing this year with um, what next year now with um, work it's it's changing up things massively because you know, you, you draw yourself into you know, a stable situation even though everything else around your life could be quite positive if you just stick on one track you, know, you don't realise that things can be improved it's, you know, it's not always the best yeah. so at the time you feel like well yeah why change things it's fine so hey that's a deep and meaningful conversation <laughs> they can go 50,000 different directions of course I wish I'd recorded that whole thing my eyes will soon be turning red crying's not for me cause I'm never gonna stop the rain by complaining Because I'm free Nothing's worrying me
I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm looking, and Alex has, has put up notes of, you know, what we would class as our favourite shows ever since, you know, episode one. And to me, it's it's such a, a strange journey. We hear new podcasts starting all the time, and, and you know, I'm obviously starting up a new show um, and falling down into some of the pitfalls, which you know, you think after all these years, we would have been able to work out. But uh, you know, there's still small little things that you have to work and, and learn on the on the go. And I'm still seeing that here, looking back in the history of what we've done. Um, but my strange. I, it's, it's stuff like, you know, meeting Chris O'Regan for the first time or having him on the, on our show for the first time. I'm a massive fan of Shifts for so long. And then finally having somebody, um, with a recognizable voice that I'd been listening to for two, two or three years prior actually come on to, you know, our show. And that was a real big moment. And then you start looking at, uh, some of the, the shout outs on Gamers with Jobs, which, you know, was huge for us. Um, and it's, it's, no, it's a, it's really interesting timeline to, to kind of sit here and, and, View how we we grew as a show. I mean, Alex, you, you were there every step of the way. So, you know, what's your feelings on that? I think it was interesting because around about episode ninety, we sort of sat back and looked at what we'd done so far, and, and that's when we sort of tightened our belts and said, "Look, we've got to really focus on one thing or the other here." It's getting increasingly harder and harder to talk about movies if only one of us has seen it. The other two are just sort of sitting there twiddling our thumbs. We're going to have to focus on one or the other, and, and most mm-hmm. of our listeners seem to be into the video game idea, and it seemed to be the way that we were going. So we chose games, and at that point, sort of pass this one over to, to you, Paul, but. That was when you you basically decided this is getting too serious here. Yeah, I, th- I think it's more that it, it was just it was yeah it was it you, were, you you wanted to you know take it up a notch and for me it wasn't really I was a lot of extra I, I, was, it was a lot of extra responsibility a lot of you know sort of pressure and I, to be honest I was sort of um, at that point I was I was pretty much only playing Rock Band two so uh, and to be fair that kind of carried on for quite, quite a while after <laughs> yeah. I left. Year and a half, uh, yeah. I think I think it, it was weird. It was a sort of natural break because I was about to go on holiday to to went to Australia for a couple of weeks, and it just sort of felt like okay, you know, if I'm going to take a break, I might as well do it at this point. And, and you know, I, I, di- I didn't really want to sort of hold back what you guys wanted to do with it, and so I thought it just made sense for me to sort of bow out at that point. Um, so you know, that's fine. I don't I don't I don't regret doing that. I don't regret the time I spent uh, on the Digital Cowboys. You know, on a sort of as a sort of permanent and uh, sort of co-host, but times change, and that's just the way it, way it worked out. Uh, I've been trying of late to, pl- to do other stuff gaming-wise because I sort of run out of things to do in Rock Band generally, although I still play it sort of on and off. Um, and that's kind of where the mobile gaming thing has sort of, uh, sort of stepped in due to my... That's a, a natural progression. Well, yeah, it's a, fu- it's a funny one, isn't it? But I think, I think I'm finding myself enjoying playing more sort of smaller games and things like arcade titles, although I did, although I did sit through... I did play the whole of uh, L.A. Noir earlier in the year, but... Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what happened in the end. But for me, at this point, it was a growth process, and just sort of going from like, like, here's just some notes about some conversations we had to go right. Okay, let's step up to this. Let's actually plan a proper show, and we got really good at just. I don't want to blow our trumpets here. We got better than we had been at just going right. Here's a subject. Here is the, you know the salient points of it. Let's talk this one over. And we it's it's actually quite surprising how how well we uh, we sharpened up in a fairly short space of time. And just sort of started changing our practices, and it's it's something that I'm really really grateful for the experience of doing because it's it's made me able to focus on doing projects like this in a way that I couldn't before. And I kind of wish I'd done it when I was much much younger. I might actually have got some fantastic grades at school if I'd actually had something like this to really focus me. But then again, I wouldn't have had the time for schoolwork. 
Alas, the technology wasn't there. Yeah, no, we'd have had to, I mean... I think I'd have enjoyed music lessons considerably more if Rock Band had been around then, so, <laughs> yeah. in hindsight. So, uh. Yeah, so much self-teaching on all this as well. We had to teach ourselves how to be good podcasters. But it, I mean, it, if nothing, it's, it's a massive growth for all of us. Um, as you said, Alex, we, you know, we, we started this just to really stay in contact with each other. Um, and, and that certainly worked, and that was actually quite enjoyable, just really turning up and talking about you know the stuff that's been going on in our lives. And strangely enough, there was a number of people that wanted to know what was what films we were watching, what games we were playing. And I think that that still confused seventy four. Well, yeah, but that was that still confused us. I think as that number gradually started to climb, um, there was a, a certain amount of pressure that we we maybe we put on ourselves to. To tighten some of the show aspects up, and you know that's yeah. Unfortunately, when Paul decided to you know to bow out, which yeah, I I certainly understand the reasons back then why he was doing that. But it, it made I think it if anything it made us both really focus of what we wanted to turn the show into. And you got to remember that was what two years, two and a half years, two years. I don't know a long time. What seemed like a long time ago now. Hmm. It, was about, it was about two and a half years ago. Um. And you've got to remember where podcasts were then. I, I'm, I'm not going to be one of these boys that says old oh, podcasting has changed so dramatically now that blah, blah, blah. Um, it has, but so grow with it. It's, that, that's just the way it is. Um, but we were looking what other podcasts were doing, and there was a lot of people just talking about games, and some of our favourite shows were, been, you know, think at that time, one up yours, and just taking a, a slightly more serious tone and, and edge on games without being, you know, so over the top that it becomes dry and boring. And that's you know something that both Alex and me said. Look, yeah, I, I think we can achieve this. And we went searching in America because that was the podcast and we, podcast we were listening to at the time. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know anything about what British podcasts were going on. How naive we are, were, maybe, but that's that's where we set our sights. We were going to conquer America and then come back to the homeland. Well, which, a lot of the best ones hadn't happened at that point. True, but I mean there was there were cranky gamers and things like that in the UK, which I, I don't know why we didn't even even really look for what was going on. But um, we, we we happened to stumble across um, Game Hounds. Well, I, I'd been listening to Game Hounds for a long time, um, and people know how that turned out. That you know ED Sellers you know helped us join Platform Nation, and and through that we met a lot of very nice people, Elaine and Leah in particular. Um, Chris and Kelly from the Married Gamers, um, Nick from you know the, the Fanboys, and, and so many you know great podcasters, and that led on to possibly one of the greatest experiences of my life, which was going to PAX as press. Mm. Um, not mm. just not just going going to PAX, which I think would, would would have blown our minds anyway, but getting to see the back door and going to the after show parties and stuff, and, and I think we were very quite young and naive when you look at about, you know look back at it, but it's. I thought that was an amazing time. <laughs> it almost killed Paul in particular, but it was. Yeah, an amazing he actually time. physically got swine flu. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, it tr- left me traumatized, unfortunately. So, mm. not much. No, yeah, it was. It was half of it was fun, and like I said, I got to meet all the harmonics guys, so that was great. But yeah, then then well, yeah, the rest of it unfortunately so, was not so great. So, we got to meet and interview Jonathan Coulton. We got to hang out, just spend a little time chatting with Paul and Storm, who we later managed to interview. Oh, we got we hung up with Bobby Blackwolf. Oh man, yeah, Some it was it was very strange meeting all these people for the first time. You know that you you've only ever heard their voice. It's sort of just like oh yeah, it's it's you. Yeah, it's just it is kind it is bizarre. It is very strange, but hey, you know, I suppose that's part of the course, isn't it? It's tough to match that uh, period actually. After um, 
no other way of putting it, after we tightened ourselves up um, and, and started sort of branching out, it was such a period of growth that we kind of just sort of got to a plateau and stayed there. Mm. And uh, and I think we you know we have always been our, our our own harshest critics, so we've always been you know looking back on it and going, come on, can we can we grow in the same way as we did before? And just the fact that we haven't grown like we did in that um, I suppose that third year I suppose or, or that second to third year um, has frustrated Tony and I for the past year or so. And um, I don't know, we just we, we wanted to see some sort of sense of evolution to the uh, the podcast. But but it's it's such a hard balance to strike because obviously we want evolution. Um, more listeners potentially lead to that, but by having more listeners, you potentially weaken the community that you're in, not necessarily strengthen it because you dilute it with you know lots of people. Um, we tried That's one or two. Always said, isn't it? We we never wanted to be like the biggest podcast, just that the people who l- listen to us really fucking loved us. Yeah, um, we we tried one or two things. I mean, Platform Nation, you know, brought us a hell of a lot of listeners when we joined with them. Um, some good, some not so great. Um, but it was the, what proved it to us. We had a competition, one or two competitions, which drove numbers to the the blog and the podcast. You know, in the thousands, which is fantastic at the time. But quickly that that number dissipated. Because it wasn't the podcast that people were coming for. They were coming, kind of coming for the prizes. And oh, yeah, our biggest um, like uh, blog post was this. Uh, we were giving away mag codes. Yeah. We just got people saying, "Can I have a mag code?" And it's like we'd already given them out. And it's like, no, we've we've given them all out. Can I have mag code? Uh, no. Can I have mag code? <laughs> what so, about your Call of Duty night? Oh yes, live. Yeah, that was. Well, they thought uh, you were the developers or something. <laughs> yeah, our, our um, br- gamer tags were briefly on Xbox Live, and so everyone sort of jumped on, and we got mi- inundated by hundreds of friend requests. And Tony only had like room for two more people anyway on his uh, his friends list, so uh, it was just me, and we couldn't actually communicate with the people we were supposed to be in this game with because if we turned on messages, we just got blip 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 blip, and it just crashed our Xboxes. Mm. So we ended up just playing with a bunch of children who who, who sort of screamed and swore at us and said, are you guys like Bill Gates? Um, and various other things, but... Uh but, but that's the balance. Um, I don't think you know people who just listen to podcasts realise what what goes on behind the scenes, trying to just you know have growth, have interesting topics, um, doing the research, but at the same time being very aware where you want to take your show and how fast to expand it. Um, and it's something that both you and me tripped up over. I think time and time again, what we can do to you know to attract more listeners. And and I think in the end that yeah, certainly. You know, the final year or so, I, I think we were happy with what we had had at that point, um, and kind of then just and, and settled into a, a fairly routine groove, which you know possibly wasn't the greatest thing to have happened. But having said that, some of those last years worth of episodes were some of the best we've ever done. The Zelda mm. one is so good. Yeah. The, the 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 video game um, characters ones, just just all the community efforts which we sort of got everyone together for, and that was. Those are some splendid shows. I was, I was rather partial to the fake E, uh, to e, E3. <laughs> that, was, that was always a, that was quite, because of lots of people getting confused. Yeah, I, I think that was last, 
I'll show you the most complaints of people not yeah, understanding. Uh, he was stupid. It's not even happened yet. You guys are liars. This fails. Right fails. Um, you, you listen to the whole thing first. For the love of God. Yes, <laughs> that's that's the equivalent. that's still to this day getting uh, people commenting on the YouTube videos uh, that we did for Broken Milo, Bro- which fe- and gay. Yeah, which uh, featured a just a, a webcam because the device wasn't out yet, and we still to this day get messages saying, "Dude, it's the con- that's not the connect. That's fake. This video is fake." Uh, put up three years ago. Well, yeah. What gave it away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact that it's funny should suggest that it's maybe fake. But you're getting li- you know, lifelike graphics suggest uh, you know there's, there's all manner of things that yeah well you know that's the internet and YouTube is horrible anyway for that sort of thing. As you I hope you die, then you might feel different. Yeah, horrible. Actually, <laughs> horrible let's just place. check Broken Milo and see what kind of numbers that's got right now. Hmm. Oh, fast one, fast. 98,520 views. Where are you people? <laughs> 321 likes, 43 dislikes. Uh, and the most, uh, recent, most recent comments, fake, to which I replied, and indeed, gay. <laughs> Hi, Milo. Hi, Claire. I like your top. Purple really suits you. Thank you. Red suits you. I drew you a picture. Brilliant. Oh, a big purple bird. She's my favourite bird. Hi, Annie. You ready to go to the cinema? In a minute. Milo, this is Steve. Hello, Steve. Is that a game or a person? Milo's my artificial interactive friend. Are you friends with Claire as well, Steve? How did you get to do that? It's really clever, isn't it? You two going to stay and fish with me? We can't stay long. We're going to the cinema to see The Hobbit. Does he actually understand all of this? You stay and talk to him for a minute. I'm going to go and make us some drinks. So, do you like fishing? The weather's nice. Stay away from Claire, you big fat bastard. She's mine. What? You heard me, you wanker. We've kissed with tongues and she's having my love child. Claire! Say one word of this to her and I'll cut your knob off while you're asleep. Do you hear me, you big tosspot? Here we go, boys. Smashing orange juice. Other things we didn't mention, Dominic Diamond? Yes, of course. What a legendary show that was. 133. Yes, still talked about. It, it's strange. Um, whenever you come across people and they oh, you did the Dominic Diamond show. Yes, yes, we did. We we found the man that had disappeared off the face of the earth, would appear uh, just to go and farm in Canada. Uh, strange, but true. Uh, and it was a fantastic interview, and he, he opened up massively. And if only, well, there is an unedited version of that lurking somewhere on Alex's PC, but I'm sure that's going to be kept behind closed doors. He, no, no, he just, it's, it's, I've got rid of that a while ago. He said funny things about Dave Perry from mm. uh, Games Master and said, could you not put that on there? He's had enough business over the years. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I saw that I saw that episode discussed on forums I used ra- you know, randomly, so that, that mm. its reach was far far greater than, I, than uh, I, even I had anticipated it would be, so... Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, we, we, I knew it was in the works for quite some time before, so we just had to keep storm about it for, it was, it, I don't I can't remember when you first contacted him, but, you know, prior to actually him being on the show, but it was, it was several months, wasn't it, I think? 
Yeah. It, was, it was a long time in the works. People were sort of asking, well, how did you do that? I found out who his agent was via Google. I emailed his agent and said, could Dominic do an interview? Yeah. He emailed Dominic. Dominic said, yeah, okay. Well, that's literally it. <laughs> well, it's just like that. He, he checked out all the stuff, and I think we'd done something on preserving games. How can we archive video games? Yeah, yeah and he, he saw that and just loved the topic and thought that it was something that hadn't been discussed enough, and, and then said, oh, yes, you know, these sound like you know, the kind of people that aren't mm-hmm. just going to invite me on and, and be idiots, so... We're very lucky. Good thing you didn't accidentally listen to the Jelly Bath episode. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got um, uh, tweeted by the the Jelly Bath um, PR. Really? Uh, After I tweeted about it a few weeks ago, I I said, "Look, put Jelly Bath in the bath. It's rubbish." And uh, he, you know, tweeted me and said, "I beg to differ. Jelly Bath rocks. But if you'd like to know more about it, contact me." It's like, oh, whoops. There you go. Next, next digital gonzo. Yep, that's going to happen. How's this stuff made? It's basically paste. <laughs> paper paste with a bit of colour and nice. Sex in video games with the legendary Daniel Floyd. Meeting Dan was so yeah. awesome. And we haven't actually met him yet, but um, I definitely plan to at some point. It's just just being able to, um, to to converse with him and chat with him. And he's, he's, he's a good friend and a uh, very, very smart man. Runs a great team, uh, along with James Port now and, and, uh, and Alison Theus. He is a top bloke. And, and extra credits. What was extra credit? Well, I was talking about these, and then it became extra credits on The Escapist, and now it's extra credits on Penny Arcade. Penny Arcade. I mean, how... <laughs> Jesus... He deserves it as well, and his, his talks are fantastic. Ah, uh, Lee Alexander was fun. Very, very spirited young lady. Very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Independence, don't forget that. Yeah, that was, that was good, actually. That was, again, another collaborative show. That was getting on all of these uh, other podcasters that we'd, uh, you know, become friends with at this point and saying, look, talk about podcasting. Uh, send us your submissions on this and, and just sort of editing it to, into one show and we were like guests on our own show for that one. Uh, obviously you're forgetting our, our greatest movie review, the Al- Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, review, so um, that's, that's our finest, finest movie comment. Did you ever review the Squeakquel for us? Uh, no, because the Squeakquel came out at the end of 2009, didn't it? So Could you give uh, us the lowdown on it? <laughs> What now? <laughs> yes. I, don't th- I don't think our listeners on the final episode of the DC <laughs> podcast. I-, I really liked it, but I- that's pretty much all I could. Say. What happens? <laughs> Some stuff like the chipettes. <laughs> did, did, did you know there's a uh, Alvin the Chipmunks game out? Yes, next month? I certainly yeah. do. I yeah. certainly uh, based on the third film, Chipwrecked. For so, Connect. For Connect. <laughs> I-, I am f- I am well aware of this, but. Uh, but actually, on a slightly more serious note, one of the episodes I actually did, I, we haven't brought this up, is the How to Start a Podcast episode. Ah, yes. Given, uh, well, it's obviously this epic two-parter, and I suppose the, the key thing there is it obviously had some kind of impact on sort of other others, other people around it. I think it was, a, I, I seem to recall it was uh, the catalyst for another, I remember listening to other podcasters saying, oh yes, we, we kind of got started as a result of that episode. It gave us the idea, you know, how to, how to get going. So, which I thought was, I, th- I just thought it was a really interesting show and, uh, you know, I, you don't hear, um, you don't hear, I mean, I know the independent, you did the independence episode beforehand, but you don't really get uh, too much to talk about how, how these things are put together. What's yeah, the Pete, People are very shy, I don't know, self, not very self-effacing maybe of, of wanting to talk about the art of podcasting because I, I still believe it is a, there's an art form to it. Or um, at least a craft. At least a craft, yes. Um, and 
a lot of the shows we we've done have been been very you know particular um, topic. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Pacific, but I want to say specific. <laughs> Get over my uh, my four balls. Um, but that's what I loved about everything we did about DC. Um, and I, we, I still have people independently now actually ask, you know, which episode was that where you talked about um, doing a podcast because I've got a friend that wants to start. 150. Yeah, um, and 51. Uh, IDKFA, didn't they? Was that the inspiration for them? Or it was one of the, it was around that time, wasn't it, that they, they kicked off? Well, um, if, if you recall, um, it, Midge, uh, this is one of the weird things where we had ran, started getting random friend requests uh, from people who were clearly fans of the show, mm. which was a bit strange. Uh, and he obviously, uh, James was was one of was one of those uh, guys. So you know, he's, he's been he's been solid as a rock. And like I, said, I really like the IDKFA podcast. It's a, it's one of it's one of the ones I listen to every week, and it's really funny. So uh, it, it mainly much... due to the charisma and the uh, chemistry between the two leads. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, some of the stuff that uh, Darren comes out with is just hilarious. <laughs> So uh, it's, uh, it makes the uh, makes the train journey to work uh, a lot more enjoyable. So, uh, so thank you, Darren. Thank you, Darren and James. So there was, of course, the chance for us to actually meet a big chunk of the uh, DC community when we uh, went to Alton Towers and had the live digital rodeo. What fun we had! <laughs> so we had a giant cowboy photo together. That was awesome. That is awesome. Oh man, the Christmas cowboy! Well, yeah, that's quite I a late predicted one. in the future we would be doing. Still doing DC in 2020. <laughs> so, yeah, that will not come to pass. Are we, are we going to be doing podcasts in 2020? I don't know. That's well, not going to be doing the DC. I'm eight years, though. We I, have, I have no intention of stopping podcasting anytime soon. You so. could come back and do a one-off special deliberately. That yep. Would be well, we, well, we could do a, a yearly Christmas DC special. You know. We were talking about how <laughs> the Wii was really showing its age at that point. I wonder if it will be back in back in 2020. It is interesting because we we've lasted a, a generation of consoles, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know that we, yeah, the the well, a previous generation of consoles. <laughs> I would say we haven't really. Cause there's no no uh, new Xbox or PlayStation. Or Zombie Xbox. They're keeping yeah. the thing alive with electricity. But uh, yeah, by by rights, it should almost be there. But uh, I mean, but that was never really our style. We we didn't really talk about you know. Just games on the show. We we stayed very much to topics. Also, so, we're futurists. We were very interested in, in what could happen in later on. We should Which I don't think it's going to change. No. The interesting thing about this is that now we're talking about all of these shows and people can be like, oh yeah, I want to listen to that. You can't. <laughs> because the feed is now dead. Because we stopped paying for it and when you stop paying for things, they stop happening on the internet. That's one of the things. Also, we suggested Libsyn for people to use as a, a really easy startup way to get your podcast on the internet. And no, I, I still stand by that. I, but the problem is, if you don't have your own dedicated server, you just keep going uh, and pay a, a small amount to every now and again. Um, then Libsyn have all, all the server space so when you stop paying for their server space they stop 
giving uh, shows to download so unless one of us has our own server then we can't put that body of work on there unless we upload it all onto one of our, our new assistant stuff which you know the feed itself wouldn't exist so even the blogs disappeared the um the, the one that if you would just went to libsyn.com it's gone and very soon as uh, as our uh, time runs out on the uh, DC website and Commander Tim takes his server space back the digitalcowboys.com will also disappear taking with it every single note we ever made on that and the forum will also disappear into the ether well we, we still own the name for a, I think I only recently paid for the name so yeah, we still got the name for a year so no one can take that <laughs> you won't bring it back but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, but that's that's the you know the passing of, of stuff I mean all this stuff still exists you know on, on people's hard drives uh, in a bit more corny in people's memories and we'll continue to do so and, and maybe one day I have every single file um, from all the previous shows saved and we know that you know we have a back, backup copy with 40 um. <laughs> that might explain why your computer is, is uh, crashing on time though yeah yeah. it's uh, much like the, the charity fund to, to you know, give Alex <laughs> a new PC to manage to, to put the shows together I, you know, oh I've that been, was incredible yeah, and, and lest we forget the person who put it together, whoever that, whoever indeed, that person yes. was. Um, I think I'm almost at the stage now where, you know, if we were still going, I might need a, a drive like that myself as this aging beast is, is slowly dying to death. But, oh, that's no know. way to talk about yourself, Tony. <laughs> On the upside, I am actually going to be uh, republishing a couple of those shows every now and then. I'm not, I can't do the full whack. There's no point right now. It wouldn't be special. But just every now and then when people start talking about one show and going, oh, that was awesome. I really wish I could listen to that one again. I will put out, say, the Zelda one. I will put out, say, the cosplay one. And, uh, you know, we can all have a listen and, and go, oh, that was good. And just hope that they still stand the test of time because ultimately it would be nice to, to imagine them just sort of knocking around on the internet, you know, till the end of the internet. Um, but ultimately it's, doesn't work like that so well <clears throat> but I have more and I have I'm probably going to send out a few prizes of like memory sticks with everything on it to uh, like competition winners um, just to make sure I do have some sort of some spare servers out there who've got it just in case my house burns down I could be a competition winner just by coming around to your house and copying them onto my <laughs> you could just, yay uh, go me <laughs> just so you folks know uh, if you've got 12 gigs that'll hold it all 12 gigs including the uh, videos Oh, if I, don't, I don't need the videos, just need the audio. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no fine. No, you're not having it's, it's, on, it's on YouTube. It's still on YouTube. So well, what happens if YouTube, YouTube goes down? Yeah, come um, on. Yes, if you, well, if YouTube goes <laughs> down, then it's basically the end of civilization as we know it. So, so we, uh, we can lose the Facebook page, that's fine. Okay. It's on the Facebook page. I think, I think you need to take a leaf out of the touch arcade guys and, and create a MySpace page as well. Just, we're bringing it back. <laughs> so uh, that's one of my favourite things to do. <laughs> so. But um, I, I know we're, we're, we're joking, and, and it truly is sad to see every single one of these shows at, at the moment not exist to download freely off the internet. Um, unless you, you know, maybe we make a torrent. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know how that works, but maybe we should. Um, and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these lists, and you know, things like tr- the True Achievement episode with uh, Rich Stone. You, you know, so many of these episodes are special to both me, Alex, and Paul. Mm. Um, the episode of after Davis died where you presented, that was very good. That was, that was one of our first really serious ones. We were talking about communities. Yeah, so. and I mean, that, that's a great segue into where I was going to go next, which is, I see all these, these names that have been guests and, and both Alex and me have stayed in contact with, um, throughout the years. You know, some have been fleeting, some have been more permanent. Um, 
but more importantly, it it led to a community that I don't think either of us could ever have imagined how passionate and how big it was going to become. Um, and honestly, I, I would say that's had a huge impact on on my life, and I know on your life, Alex, and I know on your life, Paul. Um, the, you know, we speak with these people on a daily basis, whether it be on on forums or on Twitter, um, and. I, I truly believe they've shaped some of my opinions that I've carried forward in life and probably will continue to do so because, you know, obviously we're not podcasting together, but, you know, people still talk to us on a daily basis. So that's still there. And unfortunately, there's too many to mention. And I feel like if we, we try to mention individuals that we're going to, you know, somehow you'll forget, upset. Yeah, you'll forget yeah. someone and go, why did you not include me? Why? And it, it really, it, it, it's not that at all because you know we if we could if we knew you know all the thousands of listeners that we had then um you know we would name every single one although you know as as we'd always find out just because you got number of thousands of listeners means that probably only about 10 percent of that, those people are going to be interested in your community <laughs> or at least interact which is no bad things as we said before you know how, how i don't know if we had a forum full of you know 15 2000 people <laughs> that would be wonderful but i don't know how you could, would maintain it but bit of a mess, yeah. P- people would step on each other's toes a lot more. You wouldn't be able to monitor what was going on. I don't know. But it's not that I've never wanted a big forum full of people, but uh, I have always wanted to, to be on a, in a forum like we had. A special mention does have to go to one Giles Thomas, who guided us through the process of getting the charity page together. And then when we did the uh, 24-hour gaming well, I say we. <laughs> when I monitored the feed for the 24-hour <laughs> score challenge, and uh, I just played games like I normally do for 24 yeah. hours, <laughs> and, and yeah. we were live streaming it, and basically that went slowly bit, went mad. Mad, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and we we raised uh, 1,520 pounds for Medicine Sans Frontier. That's one of the best things I've ever done, mm-hmm. like ever. And that genuinely had an effect. We had we got a, a really touching letter back, which is in episode 201. From an MCF uh, worker who uh, who said that our contribution genuinely made a difference and saved lives, and that was that wasn't us. That was you guys paying you know paying us to be stupid. And uh, yeah, thank you so much to Giles for contributing a big chunk of that and basically making sure that we stayed motivated in, in getting that done. And uh, similarly, helping me with the, uh, the the Warcraft marathon where I I raised uh, like seven hundred and twenty dollars for Child's Play Penny Arcade. Uh, and also went mad and thought I was made of fabric in the early hours of the morning. Still <laughs> unconfirmed whether you I, are made of fabric or not. I might be. I thought I might be like Sackboy. Mm. <laughs> That's what Warcraft does to you. Haven't played it since. That's wise, man. Wise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Joshua Garrity, awesome chap, has, has, has you know, very many times spearheaded the forums and, uh, you know, helping both of us in our, our new projects as well. I've never even heard of this happening before, the DC Community Cast. In, in our absence earlier this year, um, mm. they, they basically put together a sort of a tribute show in, in the same style, in the same vein as us, and having an uh, in-depth conversation about uh, it was video game music, and then it was um, Summer of Arcade 2011. Yeah. Uh, uh, incidentally, uh, I, bought, I bought Bastion off of the back of that. Uh, <laughs> even me telling you it was one of the greatest games ever. Oh. Wasn't enough, man. It was that nah, episode finally tipped me over the edge in the end. <laughs> Kid went and bought Bastion just because he listened to the Digital Cowboys. 
Then slice some fruit up and fruit ninja connect. And so, that's <laughs> kid likes a banana or two. But uh, yeah, you guys, fantastic. I mean, like I said, I've, I've never. I mean, if, if Giant Bomb went off the air, would there be a Giant Bomb community cast? Really? I don't even think the listeners would accept it. I, but, but that's just the way our community worked, and uh, I don't know if there are going to be any more of them. I really hope there are, but uh, it was it was just really really touching to see that happen. Rob Borges, and I know we thank you every time we do a big show, but he mentioned us on uh, Gamers with Jobs just offhand and uh, brought us, I think, well, double the listeners, which back in those days meant it was a, in, enormous and would still be enormous but these days. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Rob. Mark Chance, who has allowed us to use his music for four and a half years with, with nary a word of concern. And, uh, yeah, he's done us proud. Leah and Elaine for almost doing that project with us. <laughs> with, uh, fantastic almost working with you and uh, Leah's on uh, Gonzo Planet now so it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic to have her on the team the guys at Giant Bomb who we met at, I know they're not going to listen to it and we, we thank them all the time but because they mentioned us because we bribed them with Twiglets and Jaffa Cakes Giles Thomas came to our show yes and can't forget that yeah. <laughs> um, the myriad of podcasters that have come through the, uh, the revolving doors at DC mm. um, people like Gary Blower obviously Sinan of course, Centurion, yeah. Yeah. Um, James Bachelor. Neil. So Tan- many, yeah. Too many, probably, to mention. I, I, there, there has been most of the UK podcasting crew that has been through that door, um, which we're internally thankful because they made some of the best shows, and we couldn't honestly done done the show without your contribution. Leon. Leon has contributed to fantastic shows that we've yeah. done. And Neil. Yep. Hey, in a, in a weird scenario, I'm podcasting with them both now, so. Yeah. Just <laughs> 4D for taking the taking the time to actually bother tracking me down on Twitter. <laughs> 4D is probably yeah, one yeah. of our our loveliest listeners and our yeah. most attentive and and what? always gets the most emotional about everything we do. He's going to be in tears at this point. Yeah, what a, what a guy, what a nice guy, and his, and his obviously his, his wife Louise is absolutely lovely as well. So oh, um, I forgot somebody. <laughs> um, Stephen Count Stex. Yeah, Count Stex has been absolutely wonderful for us. Community manager, he, he set up so many um, uh, gamer nights and, and helped us with the website over and over again. Still doing it. Helped me set up the forum for uh, for fuck, I've forgotten the forum. Put the all-important all Tapper Talk plug in. <laughs> yeah, if you folks are missing the Digital Cowboys forum, come along to the Gonzo Planet forums, and I'd imagine as well the uh, the the Kane and Wince ones will have a similar flavour to them. Um, the to basically recapture that that sense of community that uh, that the Digital Cowboys forums had, um, yeah, Gonzo Planet forward slash forums. Yeah, um, with Kane and Rince, we're we're a member of the Character Select Network, so um, that encompasses all the other uh, websites on there, so Console Arcade, GamerDork, etc. Ready up. Um, so all the all the you know, websites linked into that one big forum. So it's a big mishmash of different communities all interacting together, which is quite fun and interesting at times. I've striven to actually make uh, the the Gonzo Planet one as close to the uh, the DC one as possible, even going so far as to bring classic threads back, like your favourite YouTube video. The rant thread was immediately uh, added to the second that uh, I stuck it in. Because people like ranting without anyone telling them, "Oh, go on, look on the bright side." It's it's lovely to just be able to just rip into something every now and again. And uh, yeah, Matt Harrier, who I uh, haven't mentioned as a thank you, has been a guest on Gonzo over and over again, and has been superb. Dan Ilson, he's from the internet. You may have heard of it. Our friend in Australia. Yeah. 
not been eaten by a shark yet. Or a kangaroo. What a lovely country, anyway. So. <laughs> it's got it's got nice weather. Oh yeah, actually we've got we've got several Australian listeners. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Tiong, we've got uh, Super Slug, and of course Roy Fortitude, who hosted the uh, third DC community cast. Yeah, it, it brought the, the world a lot closer, didn't it? It's, I remember looking at the, the stats, obviously we had people from America and the UK, but then all over the, the continents, the, you know, Australia seemed to have a, a fairly big pool. I don't know why that is, I assume because, you know, no language barrier, but, um, you know, we had uh, certainly a lot of people from Europe. There was Denmark and Norway and Sweden. Everyone um, who stuck with me throughout the Warcraft marathon, oh, you kept me alive, even, and just barely sane throughout those. Long, long Thor. <laughs> Thor. Ulfa Thor Thraunsun. Yeah. Uh, Ditz from the gamer scene. Uh, Elmo Michael from Joypod. Steve from Sanctuary for Gamers. Chris Eason of Ninja Fat Pigeons. Uh, we got Ryan Astley. Uh, Sean O'Brien. Jerome McIntosh. Lyrapea Strix. Uh, Will Templeton. Tony Edwards. Natalie Edwards. Carolyn Sonic and Tim Wilsey. David Lamont, Zach Maynard, Karen Webb, Linda Thompson, Sean Andrick, Julian Murdoch, Sean Sands, Rob Borges, Bernie Burns, Jeff Ramsey, Joe DeLair, Steve Artlip, Patrick McTee, Jamie Chang, Mark Day, Flying Mutley, General Aquila, Savory, Nerd Leader, Damon Foster, Adam Capone, Chris Hartnup, Michelle Smith, Michael Anderson, Lewis Holt, Chris Champlin, Lee Hadfield, Bernard Sacco, Marion Call, Ergo Me Smart, Unreal Neil, Finley, Jeff Merlihan, Jeff Merlihan, Andrew J. Smith, Mike Barton, Mike Spiff Booth, Tina Sustarik, Paul Rooney, Mike Oldman, Matt Wellington, John Cranston, Sam Launchbury, Daryl Selleck, Rob Finney, Tom Champion, Quizzical Demon, Kid Sampson, Analog Junkie, Alistair Thomas, Rocksteady, Duke Boxes, and Darth Cuddles. And DC long service medal holders who have listened to every single episode Motley Gunner, Dewar, Valentis, and Pirate Byatt. And of course, Tommy Malone, our webcomic artist, for those few months when he was uh, prolific, we did some really great work together. And uh, I will always treasure the Digital Cowboys webcomic. Talk about your new show. 
<laughs> That's very blunt. Talk about English. So, Tony, <laughs> would you like to talk about your new show? <laughs> Is that not blunt? It's the opposite of blunt. It's the, anti- blunt. It's the anti-blunt. Uh, I'll, I'll lead him. Um, so, with all things past, um, you know, I, we wanted to do this podcast just to say um, really a big thank you to everybody that followed us through, through those four years and five months. Um, you know, and strange because we had obviously we had episode 200 not too long before um, it, it, you know, we decided to shut the doors on DC. Um, where we talked a, you know, a lot about you know, each other and, and whatnot. So there's, there's so many shows there where you could look back and, and see how DC was made. Um, and anybody that followed it through you know, those, those years would you know, know what we were aiming for. And really, I think that actually leads into our new projects. Um, I think we both carry on the same sentimentality, definitely, uh, about what we wanted to do. Um, so, Alex, you're obviously continuing under some some vein of digital in the name. So, we've is it is it digital Gonzo still? I forgot. <laughs> oh, what is it? Gonzo Planet. Gonzo, well, no, Gonzo Planet is the website, but it's, is yes, it Gonzo Gonzo Planet? It's just yes, that. Yeah. It comes under that. I guess that's the bracket under which it comes now. Yes, but the digital Gonzo name is still there because obviously that's what your Twitter name is. So. Yeah, yeah the, the, the podcast is still called Digital Gonzas. Yeah. But the, the umbrella, it's the umbrella is Gonzo Planet. Yeah. There you go. See what I did there? It's very nice. The overshell, if you will. The overshell. <laughs> stupid overshell. It's stupid. Love the overshell. It's awesome. Fucking. Yes! <laughs> so many things wrong with that game. Anyway. Um, Remember that Stardust review where basically everything you said, I felt the opposite? Oh, Jesus. And I agree with Alex. Bleeding <laughs> film. I seen it again recently. It's still amazing. Ugh. Great film. Film. Yeah. Stardust, folks. Do, do you know what? Yeah. You know, knowing how much you've changed since that review, you've probably grown to like that now. I've like, softened up a bit. Awful. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so sweet at the end. So anyway, anyway. so Gonzo, uh, Digital Gonzo, and Gonzo Planet. Tell us about them, Alex. I thought you were going to do yours first. No, you're going first. Doesn't matter. It led in. Right, yeah, Digital Gonzo is uh, the same as it's, I say the same as it's always been, it has constantly changed. It started out just as a way for me to do uh, audio articles and just to be able to write down essays and then read them out. And then it became more about, look, I, I can finally talk about movies because, you know, by, after years of, of not talking about movies, I started to get the itch and I started to really think, you know, I've been wanting to do talk shows about Star Wars for ages and just really get into them in depth. And uh, so I did that, and then I thought, well, it doesn't just have to be about movies either. I can make it about anything. I can do books, I can do quizzes, and I started doing that as well. And eventually it just became this kind of morass of geek culture where it could be a different thing every single week. And uh, I'm continuing on with that simply because I don't just do one thing all the time. This means that uh, the the show will keep changing the subject. Now, this is a double-edged sword, ultimately, because the numbers for Digital Cowboys were like, on average, by the end, we were getting between 1,500 and 2,000 listeners to our shows. And uh, Digital Gonzo gets about 500. So as, as much as we'd love every single person to return, I know for me it's, it's a huge drop-off of people who you know, would listen to us every week and uh, people who actually want to hear about Back to the Future. 
I really cherish every single one of those 500 or so people who do want to. Um, but I am hoping to expand it and, and, and reach other markets of people who do like movies and have never heard of Digital Cowboys. But yeah, I'm going to carry on with Gonzo. And I really love the whole the getting different guests on, the same as we always did every, every week, and, and just getting people who really know and care about the subject and, and so that everyone has an opinion, usually a pretty loud one. And uh, being able to go into something really in-depth and, and to just be able to carry on and, and every week go, right, you know what, let's do something slightly different. And yeah, the, the overshell of that, the umbrella, uh, Gonzo Planet, is, is kind of an extension of being able to talk about anything, um, is, is getting daily content delivered from a cadre of different writers and podcasters and other creators called the Freelancers Guild. Now, this is actually something that Tony and I had an idea for earlier this year. It was going to be called something along the lines of Digital Cowboys Presents, and then it got bigger and bigger because we were, you know, it was exactly the same idea. We were going to get, uh, recruit a whole bunch of different writers and, and, and do a new website where we sort of put out new stuff every day. And I just loved the idea of doing this because I've always wanted to work with a big team of people all doing, you know, working towards the same goal. And um, then, then it became the Uncharted Kingdom, and actually, if you if you look if you Google the Uncharted Kingdom, you can actually see the the website as it was going to be. Uh, that's going to be knocking around for another what half a year or so. All the Squarespace thing, or is it still? No, no, it's not Squarespace. It's actually on um, my uh, Word, WordPress. Glowing, right? Yeah. Okay. Check it out, and that was going to be with uh, Elaine and Leah of uh, some other castle, and um, it got all the way up to the point where we were just about to release, and then stuff happened, which we're not going to talk about. <laughs> and uh, now that everything's sort of settled back to normal again, but I'm just now hundreds of miles north up the country <laughs> and living in Lincolnshire, whereas I used to live in Kent um, and far away from uh, Tony and Paul. And it's kind of it's changed a lot of things. But um, I just didn't want to let go of this idea of being able to sort of work with this giant team. And so I sort of asked everybody who we were getting on the project there back to you know see if we could get get it kickstarted again and most of them said yes which is fantastic and that we've got a whole bunch of uh, stuff already lined up for the first month and uh, I'm just really excited to actually be you know being able to sort of do this and it's, it feels like an expansion and an evolution of, of podcasting and it's a lot of work a lot of coordination a lot of editing going on but it's something I really feel I was kind of made for so uh, yeah exciting stuff Feel it grow 
And in case you guys have had your heads buried in the sand for the past couple of months, Tony's got not one, but two new shows as well. Do you want to tell us about them? Even possibly a third in the works. A third? <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> no, um, you told me you didn't have enough time. <laughs> that still stands, if it, if it helps. Yeah, um, because you're doing three shows. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I mean, after after the the event, um, kind of, I decided to take some time off from podcasting. I think we we every you know everyone wanted to clear their heads from stuff, and um, um, it was it was actually quite flattering. I had a few offers to join different shows, and I actually really decided just to to take some time off and just think about what I wanted to do. Um, and during that time, actually, there was a number of reflective things of of what I wanted to achieve, and uh, there was a, actually a, a good couple of uh, or even maybe a couple of months where I thought that that was probably it for me I, I probably was going to step to one side and not continue podcasting and, and just concentrate on a few more um, live stuff but then I, I had a couple of offers or I, I, you know a, few, a number of conversations started to float around and um, I accepted an offer from Chris O'Regan to be a part of the shifts mainly because it was one of the first podcasts I, I'd ever listened to back Far four five years ago six years ago seems like an eternity ago and it just seemed like a really interesting opportunity to to be a part of a show that you know almost was like strangely my, me growing up with and that sounds weird because podcasting is not that old but it was one of the first ones I listened to um, and obviously I'm, I'm good friends with Chris himself so um, that's more like a, a, a stand-in I don't say part-time but I'm on I try to be on there every two times a month I guess um, and that's turned into Tony talk about bad games he's playing for achievements, uh, it would appear, and, uh, uh, you know, stupid news stories about that probably shouldn't ever be in the news. Um, the same old, uh, shifts entertainment, but, uh, I mean, that show itself has taken somewhat of a turn because the reason I, I ended up being involved was that Hendrix stepped to one side, one of the, the main co-hosts, and, uh, sadly now Bloodshot Robot, um, Chris Chaplin has now stepped to one side as well, so, um, it's not really the shifts that people know now, but it, it does have a number of people. Me, um, Neil from Game of Dork, Tara from uh, Most Popular Girls on the Internet. How could we forget Tara and Sassy? Yeah. They yeah. fed us. They did. Yeah, they came over yeah. to their house in, in London last year, uh, where they were, which they were renting, gave us a Minnesota meal. And some weird green stuff. They gave us jello with beef. It was <laughs> beef and jello. I, I almost thought I was in that episode of Friends where she made that shepherd's pie. Yeah, uh, but. It was weird. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was nice. I, mean, I, I, I jest, but it was very yeah. nice. But they have been absolutely wonderful to us. and yeah. so lovely and sweet. So, yes, so I've ended up on um, shifts, which has is, is, is been really fun. Um, but I, I would guess the, the main project that I ended up finding myself working on was, um, which everyone else knows, was Kane and, Rin- Kane and Rince, um, which was a... A show that me, um, Leon Cox from uh, Game of Dork and Jamie Taylor from uh, Game of Dork fame as well, uh, because obviously Game of Dork fell apart as well much uh, a few weeks later uh, after DC fell apart, which was a fairly big shock for everyone as well, considering I paid go away up to Dorkapalooza. <laughs> but, um, and we, we kind of got talking because we were both at that point I, almost like in a freelance stage and uh, we threw a few ideas together, and, and that's turned into Cane and Rinse. Um, the idea of Cane and Rinse is something I'd, we never really did on DC to a great extent, which was just talk about video games. Um, and after four and a half years of talking about 
every single aspect of storytelling, um, cosplay to you know every single ang- angle Alex and me could think of. Because you know towards the end it would become quite hard to think of you know a fresh new approach that we hadn't actually covered because there's only so many topics uh, to do. Um, it seemed like a really good opportunity just to to kind of talk about the video games that I'm I'm sitting here and playing, um, and also to break me of some of my habits. Um, uh, so you know to explore some other platforms that weren't just the Xbox 360, um, which I've which I've been doing. The, the PlayStation 3. Who knew? It's actually not a bad device if you sit there and play the games. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's some, isn't there some game out next week? I'm yeah, sure I'm, it's something. Um, something like that. number. Grr. Three, three, three. Um, yeah, so so with Kane and Rince, it's a show for me, Leon and Jay, um, to talk about, um, you know, basically just the big, <laughs> all sorts of games. So yeah, we've, we've covered God of War and um, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco, um, and we're going to be doing lots of weird and wonderful shows that aren't necessarily going to be quite as big games. We've, you know, we've already had a, a number of interviews with Jane Milkey. Um, of Q Entertainment, uh, which was really good. But um, we've also got a number of people that joined us on that venture, so Darren Foreman, um, James Carter, Joshua Garrity, um, and Sean O'Brien from the DC community, um, and Carl Moon as well, who seems to be the, the death of podcasts. He came on this one twice, and look what he happened. He killed this one as well. Um, Damn you, Moon! Yes, all Moon's fault. And well, we decided that they, you know, they deserved somewhat of a, a louder voice that you know they hadn't necessarily been given an opportunity um, on certain shows. And you know, we, I, I know that was uh, we, we, you know, we looked at certain people that was, weren't on podcasts that have been really big, influential people in, in our communities, and, and you know, had very strong opinions and voices, and, and wanted to bring them into the show. So um, that's yeah, it's going well. It's like I say, it's strange starting a podcast up from scratch again. Um, because you have to set all the fees as well. You know, Alex had to start setting all new fees and stuff, and obviously having to promote stuff and, and get the word out there who we are and what we're about. Um, and that's all coming together. And yeah, we it it's it's going well. It's um, we've got some big shows lined up and some interesting guests lined up. And um, yeah, watch the space. I guess I mean watch the space for both Alex and me and, and the shows. And I guess yeah, if. If you wouldn't mind subscribing, both Alex and me would be really... Yeah. Well, obviously, if you listen to this, you've already subscribed to Alex. Well, you might not have done it, because like I said, if if we get suddenly 2,000 listeners listening to this one, that'll be a jump up of 1,500. And uh, yeah, if you guys would subscribe, that'd be nice. And if every single one of you gives uh, this particular show and Tony's show a review, that would bump us both <laughs> to the top. Like, way at the top. If 2,000 reviews turned up all at once for us on Imagine iTunes, we'd be kings of iTunes. Well, we, we made it into the new and noteworthy. And then disappeared. Who knows how iTunes works? No one knows. It's not even Apple knows. Not even Apple knows. In fact, there's an algorithm. But um, secrets died with Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah, something. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I think if if well, it goes to say if, if you enjoy Digital Cowboys, that you, you you're probably going to enjoy Digital yeah. Gonzo and, and Gonzo Planet. And I and I hopefully we've taken some of the the qualities that made Digital Cowboys so good and, and uh, injected it into Kane and Rince. And, Definitely, yeah. Um, and the same goes for people that are fans of Game of Dog. Yeah, um, it's, it's been interesting bridging those two communities and, and fusing them together. And, mm. um, but yeah, well, that's good. Well, they passed the, interv- the, first, the first, you know, guest interview with Flying Colours, I thought, so that's... Uh, yes. Uh, that was a very good... That was a very, very, a very, very interesting uh, discussion, so... 
But um, I mean, much, much the same like what we were saying with Digital Cowboys, Alex. Like, it's one of those balances of of what we want to inject into the show and then the personalities that we want to inject into the show. And but also, like, we we know that we we've gone down a very um, narrow like if you know maybe you don't care about God of War or maybe you don't want to listen about God of War. So you know, are you going to be interested in that one particular episode? Yeah, um, it's, it's very similar on that note to what I'm facing with Gonzo. Yeah. Um, if I want to do an episode just about Predator, which I am going to do at some point very soon, then I'm pushing away everyone who doesn't give a monkeys about Predator. But I, I think a different way to look at it is to have faith that people still stay, stay subscribed for the ones that they are interested in. Mm. Um, and we did have a number of people, certainly in, you know, with episode five coming up, um, that have listened to the other episodes that had no interest in, you know, say, a particular game, say Shadow, mm. um, and have... You know, since gone to play those games because of the you know the the content we put out there. Although it has to be said, we we don't shy away from spoilers, um, which I know is fairly controversial from some people because if you haven't played the game, then there's the potential we can spoil it for you. But we wanted to be free and open with how we were going to talk about games, um, which is something that you and me always struggled about when we was like, well, this is a spoiler. We'll have a section at the end, which, as you say, yeah. broke up the conversation somewhat. So, so. I'm kind of glad you did, though, because, like, LA, you know, L.A. Noir, for example. So yeah. I listened to half the episode and then finished the game and then listened to the rest of it. So, uh. but, I, but, I mean... And, and this goes for both Alex and me. Um, both our shows, we, we dedicate in the amount of research I, that we put into the content. And there's a rule on Digital Cowboys. The rule sounds so severe, but it, it stays there. We're not going to review anything that's only you know two weeks old. Um, uh, are you talking about Kane and Rince here? Well, yeah. And well, and but, but for you, I mean, you, obviously you can you can talk about new stuff. But anything that hasn't been massively researched, we're not interested just to do you know quick opinionated uh, look at something. If we're going to talk about it, it's going to be you know nice and in depth, like you've been doing on on the Bond specials. You know, it's so well researched. Although, yeah, some of those are donkey's years old. So, um, yeah, uh, come and listen. Hopefully, yeah, there will be something there you enjoy. Terrible at selling myself, I know. I totally agree with what Leon said about um, the, the idea being that listening to podcasts where people talk about a game they've been playing for about three hours and what their rough idea is of, of the game be like listening to someone who's talking about a book if they've only read the first two or three chapters you're like really um, come back in a bit you've actually played the game I mean I think one of the, this stems from the fact that there's the need to talk about it because everyone you know all of the, the yeah. podcasts from oh. you know actual I, I guess um I hate to use the word professional. So you know the, the you know the, 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 gi- the giant bombs, yeah. the game spots, blah blah blah, all that kind of thing. But the, the thing is, what a lot of people seem to forget is that they've probably been playing the game for weeks in advance because they get you know obviously review copies and stuff. I mean, so it, and since it's their job, they have the time to actually devote to that's just playing. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. The, they, they get to play these games in work hours, you know. So it's not like anyone else. So I actually think the idea of coming back to something, you know, after some, you know, you, you sort of tie it in with you know as you did with. You covering God of War when the um, you know, on Cain and Rince when the God of War collection uh, volume two came out and obviously the Eco and Shadow of the Colossus tied in with the uh, that release obviously you know and Resident Evil Four when that came out next year. Yeah, I mean that all makes. Uh, I mean that makes that's actually I think a really good idea. It's a bit unfortunate I can't really listen to the Eco and Shadow of the Colossus volume. Yeah. Cause Played either game yet, which is a bit There'd be spoilers. No, so, a bit annoyed about that, but I'll have yeah, to I'll put, it on, I'll put it on the back burner for no, now. No, you, that Sharon said she listened to the whole thing and was like, well, I now know everything about uh, Eco now. Well, Should that, I play but, it? Yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? I mean, 
it's it's hard because if somebody decided not to necessarily play a game, so if you take Eco for a, for instance, well, it's an old game. The, it's the, an old game. Yeah. it's over on Eco. So I mean, if we can talk about the story in 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 very much free form and to to kind of generate an overarching, you know, whether you should play it or not based on the story, if that interests you, although you know the content of that story, um, it it will. If you haven't played it by now, there's a good chance that that could be the thing that makes you want to go and play it because you know actually you, know, you still haven't had the experience yourself. Um, it's just you know from words that we've spoken about. So you know it, it's the same mystery of Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Who, um, Bond. You know there's a number of Bond films which um, you know you could spoil. You could say well this happens, this happens, but until you actually sit down and watch it, you know, you don't entirely understand everything that goes on, uh, and you need to see you know, But you know just by you talking about it, it could be the, the catalyst for somebody to want to go and watch that, even though they necessarily they know the end of it. It doesn't you know. I've been wanting to talk about Harry Potter all year, but I wanted to make sure that I'd seen all of them so that I could talk about them in retrospect of having seen the last one from the beginning. So, I mean, you know, when we talk about uh, um, Harry Potter, you bet your ass we're going to be spoiling things that happen in later films in the first one, because we've got to talk about it in extreme depth. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just what we do. So, if you like that, carry on listening to both our shows, because <laughs> that's pretty much what we've got in the next year. It's going to play a little musical montage here for what you can expect for the next year from Gonzo.
That's what I was thinking. What I was going to ask you is uh, what's coming up on uh, that you're allowed to speak about on Ken and Wintz? Um, we have a Assassin's Creed um, special where we're going to be looking back at the Assassin's Creed series before Revelations oh, come out. Brotherhood. Yes, um, it's one of those things where we set Brotherhood to look at and then really realise quite quick that just to talk about Brotherhood, you must all talk about the overarching story that has led us up to this point of before Revelations of, is going to hit. So that's going to be Brotherhood quick then because I want to listen to that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. There we go. Just yeah, talking about yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's a big big franchise and possibly one of the different. You know, well, it's, it's a new franchise. It's a franchise this generation that's you know millions and millions of people have played. So. Um, forthcoming show this week will be talking about Gears of War 3 which is will be the, the newest title we've talked about so far which is nearly a month I guess at this point a month about, yeah, it's about a month yeah. I've, um, still, I've still not completed it <laughs> yes so uh, that will be interesting so that will be the first one where we actually talk about a, a relatively new game um, so you know, see what we can trip over on that one and, and whether we will feel comfortable about spoiling huge sections of that game um we have Shadows of the Dam coming up. Um, yeah, there's there's some more interviews coming up. Um, I'm I, I trying to think now because this is this is the way that we've looked at it. The, with the team that we have, with all the names I read off earlier, um, we're allocating um, certain games to certain people to replay or to, to do the research on, or you know, in, in particular their favourites. So I know that we have a Enslaved and Heavenly Sword show coming up in the not too distant future. Um, which you know is, is something that I've, I've played and I've, but I think I might go back and play Heavenly Sword again because that's more hazy in my mind than Enslaved. Um, so we're, we're trying to give each other enough time to actually sit down and play each one of these games again, or just you know if they're our favourite games, we should have it pretty much in, you know, ingrained into our mind, memories anyway. Um, there'd be Bioshocks and, and whatnot. So yeah, all the big titles you think of, but more importantly, there's a number of games which I've never played, um, which Leon has never played. And they're down the list, and they're going to be, you know, slightly off, offbeat titles that are on WiiWare. Uh, some are going to be on the iOS platforms, or yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be over the place. It's going to be interesting year ahead. And having seen what's what's laid out, it's it's going to shape the way that I play games now in the future, which is something I needed to do. So because my gamer score is getting ridiculously out of control, and uh, I think I need I need to show some love of some other devices at this point. There is the blood, there is the love, there is the throng to pull the sword and the legend is in my hand for a blessing or for a curse. There will always be the rain, always be the rain. But anyway, what Paul? What are you? I mean, obviously, but now obviously we're doing our podcast, we're doing our, our separate projects. Have there anything big coming in the future for Mr. Shot himself, where people can find you? Uh, to be honest, not really. I'm sort of. Uh, I don't have a podcast coming. I feel a bit left out here. No. I think we should all we should all have one. Everyone, every human. You know what, this being. sounds crazy, but I would listen every single week. Yeah. I would download it day one. Well, I think actually quite a lot of people might. Well, no, I mean, I, I, at the moment, at the moment, I'm, I, I sort of, 
Uh, I mean, I, st- I recently started a new job, and it's a bit of a, as, as most people know, it's a bit of a time sink. So I'm, I'm sort of, it's long days and stuff. And uh, so I haven't really got the time to devote to doing you know, that kind of thing outside of work. And at the moment, I'm, I'm, as I said earlier, I'm finding myself playing a lot more uh, mobile stuff. So I'm playing, I mean, obviously, uh, most, most people who follow me on Twitter know that I'm, I'm what can, I think, best be described as an eyeball. So um, you know, I'm obviously a fan of, a fan of Apple's. Um, Apple's, de- Apple's devices, Apple's mobile devices. So not you know OS 10, meh, uh, but um, yeah. So so I find myself. I'm I basically I'm I'm on a bus for about an hour and a half on the way home normally. So I've, I'm finding you know I've got my iPhone in front of me. I'm playing a lot of games all of a sudden. So to be honest with you, that's one of the things I'm sort of focusing a bit more uh, a bit more attention on. So. You know, that's it's it's still very early days because I haven't really finalised any any sort of plans on that. But this is why I said that the mobile for me the mobile gaming stuff is the most interesting um, interesting things going on. It's, you know, it's the most interesting thing that's happening at the moment. Uh, it's not to say that I'm not playing stuff on the Xbox 360 or whatever, but uh, I just it's I come home and I'm completely exhausted and I sort of have dinner and go to sleep. So <laughs> that's kind of what's happening. So I have no podcast in the works, unfortunately. But at this time, nothing to confirm, and I can't really see me having really the motivation to do it uh, to do it myself. It's not I've never it's not really my thing as such. But I'm sort of trying to do other stuff to sort of keep myself entertained. I still play, as I do, do still play rock band, believe it or not. So, but I just I kind of I've kind of I, I set myself some targets with that game uh, in terms of most people know I, I mainly do the singing. I I sort of I sort of had this this plan of the things I wanted to do with it, and I, I sort of achieved all those goals. And I'm sort of like, well, you know how it is. Sometimes you're like, well, I'm kind of done at the moment with. I don't really know where to go with that, except for just continue playing it a bit, and you know, in you know, playing with you know friends online or whatever. Although Rock Band 3 is online is a total mess, so that doesn't quite Nothing help. Nothing changes. <laughs> Nothing changes. It's a t- it's a total shambles, really. It's an absolute mess. But yeah, unfortunately, so yeah, no- nothing to announce at the moment or anything like that. So, but uh, uh, watch this proverbial space. You should have done a rock band podcast. I've always said that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Just the on thing the vocals. It, it would have gone. So this week we're talking about singing technique so uh, yeah it just wouldn't I don't I couldn't I don't think you could I get could a guitarist on you could get a drummer on I don't think I could have made it interesting enough so I just it's not it's not really me so um, but as I said but, uh, there's, I'm, I'm looking at some other stuff and I think the for me the mobile mobile game stuff is the most interesting hmm. well I for one would like to know what you're playing regarding mobile games look on game centre <laughs> look on game centre you'll find out no. uh it's, it, I'll give you a clue, kids. It's Fruit Ninja, probably, or actually, but <laughs> no. I, uh, yeah. Kid likes a watermelon. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff with that at the moment. So, in fact, I'm playing through Broken Sword on the iPhone at the moment, which is kind of strange. But it's did great. You, it's did great you game. encounter the goat yet? The goat? There's a goat. Hey, you're There's a, oh, it's a right palaver. There's a goat. There is. It requires skill. Might be better on iPhone. I don't know. Okay. I'm confused. Someone's always coming around here Trailing some new kill Says I've seen your picture on a hundred dollar bill What's a gamer chance to hear him as one Real skill, so glad to meet you, Angela 
there is one thing actually that that is pretty huge that we haven't really talked about uh, but that's the this is I, I used to live t- close to Paul and Tony, and uh, we, we lived in Oxted and that kind of area, and uh, that was when we were late teens. And I moved away to York to uh, to do college, and uh, I was there for two and a half years, and then came back with Sharon and um, moved in with Tony, and we reconnected. All three of us sort of, you know, got back to being friends again. And, and Paul would be around quite often. I would hardly see them because I was working at TGI Fridays, and that was kill my weekends but I, I felt like they were there a lot and that we felt close and then after two and a half years of that we moved to Kent and you guys moved to uh, Kent even, yeah <laughs> other side of Kent but we were still close enough and uh, Paul you were in London anyway um, but we, we saw each other regularly and um, for the first time in years and years and years I am now far far away from both of you guys I'm like 190 odd miles away and that is going to make just popping in for a quick weekend visit quite tricky it's going to make it expensive lengthy like not going to happen all that often at all let's be reasonable and let's be realistic about this it it is I don't want to sound all dramatic here it is somewhat the end of an era as well which you know is signifying something we're going to have to basically work a lot harder at being online friends if at all because um because that's basically just come to a close in, in one fell unusual swoop. I'm now living um, with my uh, with my wife with her parents um, while we're saving up to get our own house. It'll be in this area, and we're going to stay in this area because we need um, we need the help raising Lyra, and also because the houses are cheaper and we need to get rid of some debt and uh, get our lives back on track. And unfortunately, that means not being able to move back down south at all. So there that is. Damn, us southerners and our expensive ways. Yeah. Bear in mind, I've said this time and time again about online communities, and I, I, I still, you know, stick by this. Some of my best friends are, are people I've never met or have met one or two times. Mm. Um, you know, and just you know, we keep in contact via all the devices. You know, be it Twitter, be it through Xbox or, or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever service you use. Um, and I don't, I don't really see, you know, really. <laughs> It's it's always good to meet people in person, but I, I still think you know the, the ability to talk in so many other social media ways uh, can keep friendships you know perfectly alive for you know for many many years. And it's it, definitely you know, a different world to how it was ten years ago. Definitely. Completely, yeah. Where you know if you, whichever well, wherever you grew up in that small community is where you stayed. Although ten years That's ago was a bit narrow minded, but yeah, twenty. I had no Twitter in York though. I could uh, I didn't even have the internet when I was in York. Send About, snail mail. I had the Dreamcast for a short while. Sweet. You might as well have had no internet. Oh, isn't mean on the Dreamcast? <laughs> didn't you have to? Didn't you have to like make some changes in order to get access Hotmail? Or you did, yeah. Because it, it felt like it you just, were Hotmail. Back to Hotmail. Hotmail? <laughs> no, Hotmail. <sighs> God's sake. But yeah, no, it is a it is a different world. It is changing. Communication is becoming easier and easier. And I now have friends who live in Australia. I have friends who live in America, and we talk more often than I talk to people who live down the street, and deeper, far deeper than I've ever spoken to any of my workmates in any job I've ever had. So, yeah, there is hope. That's almost the perfect way to end it. There is hope. <laughs> Finn, Finn, this is how it's Finn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time. Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial. For what it's worth, it was worth all the while. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. A huge part of this is to say thank you to our community, obviously, and and to sort of you know kiss off Adam. <laughs> kiss Bye. every single one of our uh, uh, this good party <laughs> on the lips and and the head. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing for me to press stop on. <laughs> so used to pressing stop on things then. Something unpredictable, but in the end that's right. I hope you had the time of your life. It's something unpredictable, but in the end that's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know how we want to, to finish this up. Um, probably just to reiterate exactly what I've been saying the entirety of this time, which is I'm so thankful for everybody that followed the Digital Cowboys um, for its four, over four and a half years of um, you know putting content out there. And I, I, I know most of you know these people will be still following us now and be fascinated with the you know what happened and how you know things turned out. But I think the best way to say is you know. We're still going to be doing our own independent shows, and I, I yeah, I, I do believe that you know we'll probably end up by appearing on both each other's podcasts, and given the right game or the right uh, subject to talk about. Um, so I, I just, I'm so, I honestly say the believe this is that the the people I've met over those four years, you know, I've turned from what would actually be quite a shy um, person into you know, a, you know a, a lot more confident and, and willing to tackle some of the you know the bigger pressures in life and some of that came of age for sure but a lot of that was definitely through the, you know the interaction with people through you know Twitter and through forums and uh, meeting online and and a, a hell of a lot of those people came through uh, Digital Cowboys and you know for that I'll be forever honestly ever thankful because you, you can't you can't just make these kind of things happen. So, you know, um, you know, I'm thankful to Alex, I'm thankful to Paul, I'm thankful for everybody that I listen to really, um, that actually, yeah, that I have so many great friends now that have come from this. Hmm, how to follow that? I don't know. <laughs> Copy, paste. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously from my point of view, obviously I 
you know, I, I know a lot of people probably, there are probably people who are, you know, when they, they started off listening to, to you as a result of Dominic, the Dominic Diamond, like episode, for example, uh, probably wondering who the, who the hell I am. But I mean, from my, from my point of view, um, it's, it's great that so many people, um, you know, remember who are, you know, if, if they said, you know, lots of nice things about, you know, from my time on the show. And I've, I've seen comments on the forum about, you know, from people. And it's always, it, you know, I don't, I don't, I kind of choose not to respond to them usually because I just, I feel a bit sort of, a bit sort of self-conscious about it, but it's, I, I do read them and I've seen, I've seen them and I'm, you know, I'm genuinely really appreciative of all the positive things people, uh, have said about, you know, my time on the show. So, you know, just, you know, basically I just want to say thank you to everyone. It's been, it's been great. It's been really hot, really heartwarming. I've read at least uh, once that people go back and listen to the earlier shows and then retroactively miss you once you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did see that as well. They make me chuckle, so. Yeah. Um, on my part, it's, it's, it's more a case of purpose. I've, um, I think you guys remember very much that when I was a late teen, I wanted to be a movie director and I wanted to direct films. And, uh, you know, when I was 20 something, I wanted to be a writer and I wanted to write films, but I wanted to write books and then direct them as films. <laughs> and to, then I wanted to be part of a video game team and make video games. And what I've come to the conclusion is that um, everything I've ever wanted in that was the community of people who, you know, check out what I've done and gone, yeah, really like that. Not not so keen on that. That you're mental, but uh, this was a really really great show. This moved me. This this was interesting and fantastic. Really looking forward to more stuff you're doing. It's kind of what I've always wanted, and it's. I, I want to keep moving upwards and outwards and, and expanding this, but it's I'm never going to stop doing something along these lines because it is so fulfilling and because you guys make this worthwhile. This connection with so many different people, this sort of sense that I'm actually doing some doing some good sounds so altruistic. Well, we actually have done some good while we've uh, we've done this. We've actually physically, well, literally done some good will to. to to charitable situations. Yeah, and, and I know when um, you know we'd, we'd told people that you know DC was was taking a, a hiatus, that the amount of mail that we got through, and yeah. we know that it's we have done some possible. good because you know we've listened to to people, well, we've we've read the comments from people how we you know we did change certain people's lives or gave them confidence to to make big decisions, and um, you know so yeah, I, I I always find that hard to deal with because you know ultimately you know, it was a thing for us to to get connected and, and then you know just I think to push ourselves and it's it's fantastic to know that you know other people found some enjoyment throughout that and uh, I, I think both our projects will be doing much the same thing I think in the future um, so come come find us I mean I'm over at uh, canonrince.com Alex is over at um, the digital gonzo planet so I want to say that I can't stop saying digital that's that's a problem which I need to get out. But uh, yeah, you'll find out. You'll see Alex over at Gonzo Planet because you downloaded it from this feed. So <laughs> obviously you know where that is. I've been to the forest. They will keep my secrets. I've been to the city. Look at the scars on me. I've been to see the plains. They were waiting for the rain. Steaming horses from the sea. Come to me, come to me, yeah. And I will leave nothing behind But a pocket full of wishes for the blind And a thousand words I didn't mean 
This is the letter I got just after the um, that the us announcing that we were going to actually hang up our spurs, or at least this we were going on hiatus. This is from someone named Ilfrin Greyhawk. Hello, Alex and Tony. I'm a 21-year-old student from somewhere in Europe, and I've been listening to your shows for over a year. From a young age, I've always felt different, and it took me a long while to stop criticizing myself and accept who I am and ultimately like myself. That came out wrong, but you understand what I'm saying. So as my personality was clearly set in stone, I finished high school and drove off to the sunset to the university seeking people like me with which I can exchange knowledge and they were surprisingly or not on the internet in the form of two and once upon a time three outlaws of gaming and movie culture this smug charismatic fellow called Alex and the strong wise Tony reminded me of my best friend and I just two kids starting out and their role models However, the biggest event came about two months ago. I was constantly fighting with my girlfriend because I had commitment issues, and my friend Eddie, mentioned before, was really stressed out about his dissertation. Because we live in different parts of the country, we haven't seen each other in some time, so we decided to run from all the shit in our lives to a silent cabana in the mountains. One night, we were sitting on a porch like real cowboys, smoking and listening to your show. It was episode 200, and we were entertained at first, but towards the end it got serious, and you were reading that beautiful but heartwarming letter I started tearing up and Eddie just couldn't say a word to save his life it was then that we realised we couldn't run anymore and we had to become men take life as it is and be the best we can be the next day we drove back home Eddie began finishing his dissertation and I took my girl on a date which we haven't done in a while where I gave her the key to my apartment now Eddie is a certified bioengineer or something like that I can never remember the whole title I started writing again and actually letting my girlfriend read my stuff maybe this story is not as significant and impactful as others you have read but I felt I should share it with you so what do the digital cowboys mean to me nothing more or less than life changing I wish you both all the best your friend TJ now we had a whole bunch of uh, letters like that but that sort of stuck out in my mind because I was like ah once again in our meandering stupid way we've sort of you know put out quite a good show and somehow actually managed to genuinely affect someone and it's all I've ever really wanted to to be able to actually feel that I've actually with my stupid stupid shows um, make people a little bit happier I've just had to check my arms I think I've got goosebumps on them yeah, and that that's what makes the you know the decision. I, I know from my my point of view, you know, the, the decision to to you know step to one side and and try something different was was made not made hard, um, but was a very very big tough decision in my life. Um, it's, a, it's it's there was a number of things that I ne- I needed to change, and there's a number of things that I think Alex obviously you needed to change. Um, but you know, reading letters like that, you know, when I, I think it finally dawned on me, you know, what was going on, then um, it's yeah, I, I, I admit, I was pretty upset and pretty heartbroken. But you know, I, I but it, you know, much like listening to that letter, uh, and I remember reading at the time, there is certain things you need to do, and although as uncomfortable it is for other people to to listen to or even to understand, um, some things it's the right thing. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's that's probably where I'll, I'll I'll end it. I don't know. I say I'm terrible at goodbyes because it's not really a goodbye. It's you know, hopefully see you in you know, yeah see you in future projects that we we both put together. Yeah. If nothing else, I'll catch you at you a gamer. 
<sighs> what a, that was great. Here again. <laughs> Maybe a future packs. We shall see. So that's it from us. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed our shows. Uh, we hope we left the world a little bit brighter than when we came in. And most of all, we hope you guys want more. I've been Alex Shaw. I've been Tony Atkins. I've been Paul Shotton. Happy trails. Thank you.